Hello and welcome back to the God's Children podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you're doing swell. Yeah. Welcome back. Today is a really, really rainy day. It's very dark and gloomy and it's gross. But I actually, no, I actually like storms. I like rain. I like gloomy weather. I like the storm. And I also like the sun. I'm, I'm all. I just love weather. But I, lo- I know a lot of people don't like, um, like the rain and stuff when it's gloomy outside. But I personally, personally, it's my forte. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and now it's thundering. Amen. Don't we love? Don't we love the thunder? Don't we love the lightning? I used to cry when I was a kid whenever it thundered. But now I just, now I just love it. It's like, it's, it's relaxing. Okay, let me get into the topic of the discussion for today. Today we're going to be talking about um, how our sometimes our desires for certain things can lead to us being desperate for them and therefore can lead us astray. So the title of this episode is don't let your, de- your desires or don't let your desperation lead you astray. And honestly, when this topic came into my mind is when I was having a conversation with my girls late at night and we were just talking, we were just talking about relationships and like, um, and just going deep into it and so today, the like the, the the main focus I'm gonna have regarding this topic is going to be relationships, but also like anything in general, but mainly relationships. And I never talk about relationships on my channel. On my channel, I forget I don't have a YouTube channel anymore. But I um I don't talk about relationships on my podcast just because I it's a topic that I don't like to talk about. And we can talk about that first. Actually, let's talk about the trauma. Let's talk about the hurt and the, and the deep inside of my soul. Um. Let's make this a, ther- a therapy session. Like, and this is the thing I love about my podcast. I like to go deep. I like to just tell y'all all the nitty gritty because it just it sheds light to um, certain things that are taboo, certain things that people are afraid to talk about, and it makes people feel less alone. And that's what I love to do. So I'm gonna get into it. The reason why I don't like talking about relationships is because I genuinely have never had a good romantic relationship with men. As y'all know my story, hopefully you do. But as y'all know my story, I might do like a, a, I I don't think I've ever even told my testimony for real on my podcast. I don't think I've ever told my testimony for real like that. Only bits and pieces, but never like truly sat down and talked about it. And to be honest, I don't know if I want to because it's actually a lot and it's so like I to just talk about it in one go is a lot, but I'll get there eventually. But if y'all don't know my story, I was a molested as a kid when I was five years old. I was sexually assaulted by a I know a friend, a family friend, an older guy when I was 13, and then I was um, molested, abused, and groomed for several months when I was 15. So, romance, and also in between those really critical and traumatic experiences, moments in my life, I had crushes on guys and here and there, but guys never liked me. Like, I was always like, I was, I don't know, man, like, I grew up, I grew up like a really chubby kid. I was black, one of the few black girls. Um, I stood out like a sore thumb. I was really tall for my age, so like all the I was really tall, taller than all the guys. It was weird, and so I was not attractive according to them, according to society. I was not attractive, but also according to the guys in my school, I was not attractive. And you know, I was the girl that was getting picked on. You know, the girl I was like, oh, you have a crush on Dora? That's disgusting. Like literally, this is one guy. When he found out I, I had a crush on him, he said, "Ew." Like, how do you say that? That's so rude. But yeah, guys just never liked me. And I mean, I like guys, but I also had really, really bad trauma regarding 
relationships with men, romantic relationships, romantic relationships with men. So all that to say is that when it comes to relationships, romantic relationships, I've never liked the topic because it just it it holds a lot of hurt. But honestly, now I feel like I'm pretty much like I've healed a lot from my trauma. Like I've been able to sit sit down and think about it and talk about it. I've gone to therapy. Like I'm I'm honestly way 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 better about it, and that's something I can actually talk about in deeper detail like next episodes about trauma and abuse and how to heal through it how to talk about it how to live with it because it is still a part of you that's going to be with you for the rest of your life and you have to learn how to not pass it around to your children like the trauma the trauma projecting the trauma to your kids and to your partner and friends and etc so anywho anywho i've come to the point where now i'm like i can say that i'm healed and i feel comfortable enough to just talk about relationships and just talk about men and just have a little girls chat you know and if you're a guy and you're if you're listening and you just want to know what girls think hop on you know come along with the ride so i think for a huge chunk of my life i was the girl pursuing the guy (laughs) let's talk about it i was the girl pursuing the guy um like I said, guys did not like me. And whenever I had a crush, because guys would not like me, they would not come after me, right? So I would be the girl that would chase the guy. And I was also so incredibly insecure that I found, I, I found, and this is the thing, can we talk about it? This is the thing, society is so stupid. Society sucks because, and still today, like, just because we're more progressive doesn't mean this is still not valid. This is still blatantly valid. But society has told young girls that they're not valuable, they're not pretty, they're not worthy, if they're not seen, pursued, or loved in the eyes of a man. And it's stupid. So as a kid, I was pursuing guys like crazy. I had a crush every freaking week, every day. It was a new guy. I was obsessed, boy obsessed, because I wanted to feel valuable. I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel pretty. I wanted to feel seen. And I thought that I had to get that attention from a guy to feel all those things. So yeah, you could say that I was desperate. And many, many times, my desperation would lead me into really not okay relationships with guys, really relationships where I was not being treated right, not just abused, but not being treated right in general, where I was not being fully valued and loved as the person I was made in God's image, precious, more precious than jewels, you know? And um, it was just always leading me into just really relationships that took more out of me than gave, that made me feel even more insecure, even more unlovable. And frankly, relationships that just kept me in a perpetual cycle. It's never like I found a good guy, um, you know, started talking, he asked me out, um, we got into a relationship, and then it's like, okay, maybe we didn't work out, we broke break up, next guy. No, it was never like that. It was like I found a guy that I like, pursued him relentlessly out of my desperation, um, maybe even threw myself onto him and he just kind of settled with that and then because I was pursuing he wasn't pursuing me and therefore not treating me in the most right way possible and and then after it just kind of fizzled away and then it's like okay on to the next guy so it was never like I can't I don't know if I'm explaining it right but it was never um it was like a always perpetual perpetual unhealthy cycles of just toxic relationship with men and just like unhealthy situationships and etc 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 and then when i came to the faith and properly gave my life to god in 2020 um i literally did not have a crush during that time in my life i had just gone over a really stupid relationship with a guy older guy too unhealthy stupid dumb 
and um i was like in my early weeks early months of faith so i was really just honestly just focusing on god and just living my life la 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 living my life and it was it was great i did not like any guys i didn't have any any focus on guys it was nothing like that um until i started working this new job and i met this one guy and it was like oh child it was it was crazy it was all over the place but to be honest in those few months of me pursuing god and of me not having a question me just being completely and solely focused on god because i came to the faith in 2020 so and deep in the lockdown too so i really had all the time and no distractions to really focus on god to zone in in christ and, and it was really good because i feel like it really set a firm foundation for who i am in him my identity and those are things i really learned during the pandemic like i left the pandemic so confident in who i was in god and who i was in christ so that when i did come into this new job and i and i had this new male interest in my life that seemed like good for once it turns out it wasn't really that good but that seemed good even though i was saved and even though i was still i still had a renewal of my mind of my of my thoughts and everything and the way i was i did not resort to my old ways out of desperation out of insecurity because i knew who i was and that's just to say that the first point the first point oh my gosh i'm so sorry if i'm speaking so loud in the mic but the first point into breaking the the cycle and the habit of desperation is to know who you are in christ this is so incredibly funny and the timing of me like literally um doing this episode right now making this episode right now is actually crazy because i was literally listening to this podcast just a couple seconds before recording about our identity in christ and who we are in christ and how the way we live the way we function the way we do things in this world is rooted in who we are and our identity and if we don't know our identity it completely um undervalues and dilute the experience that we can have as a human beings on this earth I, basically what basically what i'm saying because i feel like i just overcomplicated that sentence so much but basically what i'm saying is that by not knowing our identity our identity in christ it can largely diminish and undervalue our experience on this earth as human beings and as vessels of god made in this image knowing our identity in christ unlocks this amazing power and this amazing peace and joy that allows us to flourish and prosper in everything that we do on this earth not necessarily because we are like this amazing gifted special set apart people but simply because god literally made us in his image and he loves us and he dwells in us and he chose us and he calls us his oh my gosh i don't know if y'all just heard that but it just struck so loud outside so yeah knowing your identity in christ is a major component into setting to breaking off the cycle of desperation but before we even continue to talk about the solutions let's talk about the problem in order to know really oh my gosh it's it's actually come insane like i'm actually kind of nervous but like what if the power goes off but whatever the devil's not gonna stop me not today not right now yeah we have to know what are the things causing our desperation what's the root of it i'm always about the roots like if y'all don't know me like also i say this a lot but i'm a psychology major so like i'm all about the root let's go dive deep let's look at the let's analyze you know like i'm really like that i'm just that type of person that type of thinker so let's go at the root of the issue why are you desperate where's the desperation coming from let's talk let's talk about it for me by example for me my desperation was coming out of insecurity i mentioned this many times before even throughout this episode i was relentlessly bullied as a kid words of death were spoken into my life that made me feel unworthy that made me feel ugly that made me feel less than then that made me feel unseen alone stupid like like nothing 
like absolutely nothing so i was seeking i was searching for literally any any simple glimpse of anything that can make me feel whole that can make me feel happy that that can make me feel joyful and that led me to settle for less that led me to throw myself at just any opportunity that led me to just you know get whatever i had get the scraps get the leftovers and i feel like insecurity is a common you know culprit when it comes to what desperation does in our life you know most of us desperation comes from insecurity but it's also good to identify what is that insecurity for me it was you know my bullies the fact that people have done me wrong and i low-key also wanted to prove people wrong you know and that's another thing like that's your desperation can come from people pleasing you want to prove people wrong you want to show people that they messed up you want to show people that you know they should not have done you like that and you therefore resort to just throwing yourself at the next best opportunity because you want to want it because you want to glow up because you want to show up but yeah anyways my insecurities came from my bullies it also came from my abuse and it also came from my not so always healthy relationship with my parents these are three major life-changing things in my life that have contributed to my insecurities that have therefore contributed to me throwing myself out of desperation to just anyone and any opportunity that I had to be happy or to feel whole. So think about it. What are your insecurities and what is the root of your insecurities? Where do your insecurities stem from? And then once you've identified that, you can figure out why you are the way that you are. Like, by example, I know I like i don't want to y'all i don't want to gossip this is not for this is not a tea gossip podcast but i'm just here to talk about some real things that do happen in the church that i'm going growing increasingly concerned for so as we all know marriage is so it's so idolized in the church and it's actually a major problem i feel like we've gone better but still you know a lot of churches you know idolize marriage and we you know we all trying to get married like i'm trying to get married too but I would not be upset if I was single for the rest of my life. But I feel like because marriage is so idolized and it's so it seemed as like this this higher amazing status or this amazing point in your life, so many Christians are chasing that as if like it's their number one reason for living. So many Christians get married so young, like so young, literally 18, 19, 20, and I'm like and like I'm not saying that's terrible. God could be calling them to do so if they are ready to do so. That means financially ready, mentally ready, spiritually ready in every important area of your life of that every important area of your life. Because marriage is so idolized, you see these Christian couples getting married so fast, so quick, so young, and you see a lot of Christian people throwing themselves as to just any christian guy and any christian girl just because they're christian don't mean that they're men or women of god and just because they're in the church doesn't mean they're worshiping god on a monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday and saturday so in this specific way i've seen how the idolization of marriage in church can lead people to be desperate to get married and therefore lower the standard of what a husband and wife truly is even if they're quote-unquote christian and just throw themselves out to any christian guy and i also know stories of christian women and in my opinion i think amazing godly women that have been so desperate to get married so desperate to get into a relationship that they just start pursuing guys and it's like okay there's another thing this it's different like it's one thing to hit up someone in the dms hit up a guy in the dms or to just approach a guy to just talk to them to talk to them make small talk but it's a different thing to pursue a man as a woman and i know this isn't just a christian idea or like a church mindset because i know that people in the world also like the concept and the idea of men pursuing of men 
doing making the first move of men you know preparing the dates and going out of their way to shower and love their women well i've seen genuinely seen and know christian amazing godly women that literally take the role of a man because they're so desperate to get in a relationship with a guy who isn't even ready to do that with them so they start pushing themselves onto him and they start talking about marriage and getting to a relationship relentlessly 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 as if that's going to do something as if that's going to make the guy magically fall in love with you but it's not no amount of desperation can make any man right for you and that's the thing about desperation we think that if we try hard enough we think that if we give ourselves hard enough if we think we think that if we do everything for this person that they will like us oh my gosh they will like us back or we will get that job or we will be able to get that position or whatever it may be but no if it's not from god it's not from god if it's not for you it's not for you if it's not part of god's plan it's not part of god's plan and no amount of desperation could ever change that no matter trying could ever change that and if it does change that in some way then the effects and the repercussions of that are not going to be positive they're going to be negative and they're going to harm you and your future in the long run and not just that but your desperation can lead you to get what you want the Lord is a sovereign, loving, merciful God, and he will try his best to protect you for something. He'll try his best to close these doors that you so desperately want to open and burst through. But at some point, if you pursue what you want wholeheartedly and you stop seeing and listening to the signs of God, he will let you do what you want and you will bust into that door. And you might realize that what's behind the door was not exactly what you expect. And ultimately, that might lead you to completely divert from the path and the purpose that God has for you and therefore even leave the faith. And this is not just a romantic relationship. Romantic relationships can definitely do this, but that's just not that's not always the case. It could be a job. It could be you going to a job in a workplace that the Lord has not intended for you that corrupts your mind and changes your desires and makes you more makes your pursuit of money more important than anything and therefore divert, you know, your love for God. It could also be your desperation to find meaning and purpose. I have a friend who seemed desperate to honestly somewhat blend into more the world, the society, and what the world seemed, deems as good and right rather than, you know, desperate for what God wants for her and what God defines as right and good. And her desperation eventually led her to leave the church. And these are devastating, devastating situations. If your pursuit of anything is leading you to compromise your values, and this is something I speak of so, so strongly. If your pursuit of anything is leading you to compromise your values, is leading you to compromise your morals, and what you believe in who you are in Christ, then it's not worth chasing. If your desperation, if your pursuit of something is blinding um, what God is blatantly putting in front of you, if your, your pursuit of something is making you ignorant to the warnings of your friends and your family of your loved ones that they can clearly see that something is wrong if your desperation is leading you astray from your path then that's a problem and that's not okay and that's not of god and of course god does not want that for you these are all early signs of you being led astray these are all early signs of you being di of, di of you diverting from the path that the lord has for you and of you even possibly backsliding if your pursuit of something is leading you to go back to your old values and to go back to your old ways, if it's leading you to assimilate the culture or society or who you used to be and the people around you rather than God, then let me tell you something, girl. It's not, or guy, it's not worth pursuing, it's not worth chasing, and that is desperation. And desperation of the world and of other things that is not God is not worth 
your time, your effort, and your energy. So I've talked about what desperation is. I've talked about the root of desperation. I talked about how desperation can be demonstrated and the early signs of it and how it can lead you astray. But what are the solutions? How do you divert? How do you, what are the active steps that you can make to, you know, fight the desperation, fight the temptation to always compromise, to people please, and to throw yourself at just any opportunity? Okay, well, we talked about the first thing, which is knowing who you are in Christ, knowing your identity in God is so, 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 so incredibly critical. And it's the main foundation for the Christian life. If you're still, if it's, if this is something you're still struggling with, dive into the word, get into the word of God. If you want to know who you are in God, know who made you, know who's your creator, know who's the author of your story and to know that you have to get into the word of God. So you just read, literally read any book because every single chapter, every single book, every single sentence is a revelation of who God is. But if you really, really want to be more specific, I would recommend reading um, the New Testament, especially Romans. Romans 8 in particular is a chapter that is holds close to my heart and always reminds me of who I am in Christ. And that makes me so happy. Also, Psalm, Psalm 139 also is my favorite psalm. It's, oh my gosh, that chapter, that psalm is so incredibly beautiful. And it just makes me so happy to know that i'm god and he made me and he knitted me in my mother's room and everything that is that i am and everything he made me to be is purposeful is worthy it's beautiful and it matters and i'm seen in him his face shines upon me these are all things that you can know in the bible and in the book and in romans 8 and psalm 139 the second thing from stopping you from compromising because desperation also leads to compromising can we talk about it i think i already talked about it in previous episodes but yeah desperation can also lead you to compromise so um the other thing to stop you to compromise to you know pursue desperation to pursue things out of desperation is to surrender everything to god surrender all your plans surrender all your desire surrender everything that you want everything everything in your life surrender that into god's hands because who knows your future who knows your past who knows your present who knows everything not just you but also your friends your co-workers your family who sees literally everything that's happening in the world from a wider perspective who is the creator of the universe who's the creator of your neighbor like god god is he is the ruler of everything so who else would you trust with your life with your plans with your desires but him and the most beautiful thing about God's plan is that it's not just about you. And this is why I mentioned your coworkers, your friends, and your neighbors. It's because when God makes things happen in your life, he's not just thinking about you, but he's thinking about future generations to come in your family. He's thinking about your coworkers, your friends, your neighbors, the random person you might make eye contact with in the street. He's thinking about all these people, and he's thinking about how you can affect those people's life and how they can affect you. God's plan is so full of purpose and of value, and he intertwines all of our stories together, and it's a beautiful thing, but your desperation might lead you to miss out on that. Your desperation might lead you to, might lead, your desperation might lead you to lead you astray, and therefore miss out on someone's possibly getting touched and moved by your story. Like, there's so much intertwining to God's purpose and plans for us. So when you choose God and not yourself, and you choose to rely on God's sovereignty and God's faithfulness and God's love and God's goodness and his just and his right, rightfulness and his righteousness, that's the word. When you choose to surrender 
to every to everything and to yield to God and to trust his character. You will no longer be chasing just any opportunity. You no longer will be throwing yourself at to, just to anyone. You will, you will no longer be desperate to just find any joy or fulfillment or peace because you will have that in Christ and he is the ruler of your life so you know that any situation that you go through, any opportunities that he does give you, any doors that he does open for you is ultimately going to lead to that peace and joy and and like love and happiness that's all in him because anything of god will ultimately lead us back to him anything of god will ultimately lead us to be more dependent in him anything of god will ultimately lead us to worship and honor him even more in greater ways so yeah i think that's really everything i wanted to say um, i hope this episode was helpful for anyone out there i hope this episode spoke and blessed anyone and I don't know why i just really feel it in my spirit like if you're working striving and putting in so much work and hours into something because you're so desperate to want it to happen you're so hopeful in it and it's leading you to possibly put your hope and your trust and your joy in anything that's not god i would say to stop stop it like reevaluate you know what you're doing and reassess like where you are and you know repent and turn back and put back your faith and your hope in god alone so yeah, that's everything. That's all I have to say. It's really dark in my room and it's literally only 3.38 p.m. That's just to let you know, like it's really storming outside and it's really yucky. And I have to literally leave later on tonight to go to like this young adults group. So um, it's gonna be really fun driving in the rain. It's gonna be really fun driving in the rain. But hopefully this episode was a blessing to y'all. Um, hopefully i wasn't too harsh you know <laughs> yeah, i'm sorry i'm just an honest person um but yeah have a nice rest of your day a nice rest of your afternoon or a nice rest of your night if you're listening to this late at night um i recently checked my analytics analytics and it looks like my podcast is listened to like everywhere around the world like literally i forgot the countries oh my goodness i'm a terrible host uh but it's literally listened to everywhere around the world and it's actually shocking and crazy and i don't thank y'all enough i don't think i don't show my gratitude enough but i am really really grateful and i feel it really bad because every time sometimes i'd be going on really really long hiatus and i'd be leaving for like months to weeks and i don't try to but um i just want to say thank you thank you for everyone listening thank you for anyone who even puts like a minute of their day just to listen to me speak and I really pray that God just keeps working in here and keeps working on this podcast and keeps moving into anyone who listens and that he blesses their lives. He blesses their days. Um, and yeah. Okay. 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 I'm going to go now. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Have a nice life. Have a nice day. May God be with you. Bye.